no choice. Well, we do have a choice. You can live by God's word, or you can live by what you think, what you feel. But I guarantee you, your thinking and your feeling will lead you to destruction. Why would God commanded us to live by his word if it wasn't so important, brother, that I live by his word? There's a reason for God taking out his time to tell me how to live. He said, live by my words, not by your words. You know, we have a lot of words to say. Some of the words are good in the natural. But when it comes down to dealing with a spiritual situation, your words cannot deliver you out of a spiritual situation. Yes, you can live by what you learn, what you know. It'll help you in the, in the world, but it will not help you in the spirit world. Amen. He said, live. I want to live. Don't you want to live? I, I mean, not just live. I want to have an abundant life, a life that's worth living. You know, you can just live in agony, live and always got something going on in your life and not living in peace. But God declared to us, if we would live by his word, we will have peace. We will have joy. Because the word of God possess all these things. Jesus commanded his church, his redeemed church, to live by every word that proceed out of the mouth of God. He said, you live by these words. You walk by these words. The word of God must become a lamp to your feet. Something to guide us. We don't know how to guide ourselves. We need the word. A lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Psalm 119 and verse 105 declares that with the word is the character of the word of God. He have many, many characters, the word of God, possess everything that we need. And now God's saying, though, my word is just like a lamp. It directs you. See, every strong thing on earth that helped mankind, I noticed that God related his word to that. He said, I like give you direction. In the dark, you do not know where you're going. If you're driving along and everything, there's no light at all, you're, even the lights not working on your car, you will not have no direction of where you're going, who you're going to hit. Okay. And God said, okay, the light direct you, the light guide you. He said, well then, my word can guide your spirit. My word can lead you to where you want to go, where I want you to go. Just like the light in your car, need you and you know your direction but you need light to get there right. at night you need light amen he said the word of god must become a lamp said so my word must become that to do just like you turn your lights on at night my word must become a direction to your life your feet and that's something it will guide you it will lead you he said the word will light the path but it'll light the path but we have to walk it. You can turn your lights on in the car when you're going across town, but until you drive, you just have your lights on, and you're still in the same spot. But he said, I will light up your pathway because I promise to dwell in you. I promise to leave you. I promise to lead you. I promise not to never leave you. So I will do my part but the part is up to the, your part that you have to do. 
If I like the way, will you walk in it? Will you walk in the way? It's not hard. Like he said, it's easy for you to do. Why? I'm already filling you with my power. I'm already giving you my spirit. Has I not said that know ye not that your body is the spirit of God and that the very spirit of God himself, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost dwell in your spirit? He said, you're not of your own. You have been purchased with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We belong to God. We are his church. Yeah. Nothing can overthrow us. We overthrow ourselves by the words that we speak out of our mouth. We give the devil power to defeat us because death and life is in the power of your tongue. We speak death words. We speak defeated words. We, we speak what we feel. And we allow our emotion to control us. Control your tongue. A lot of people allow what you feel to control your tongue, to control the words that you say out of your mouth. You speak it to how you feel. Well, we're not going to always feel the same way every day. Some days you speak good, depending on what you've been eating, depending on what you've been doing. But a lot of times on a situation, we allow our feeling to speak death, to give the enemy power to defeat us. We defeat ourselves. Because death and life is in the power of your tongue. I have a choice. I can speak death and I can speak life. The Bible said to be fleshly minded is death. It's in your Bible, Romans 8. And he said to be spiritual minded is life and peace. God, I tell you the different type of minds. Because we have both. We have a natural mind to care and live a natural life. Now we are saved. We have a spiritual mind. We want to live in the spirit. We want to live in the supernatural. But you have the mind to live there. But it's up to you. This Bible is not an ordinary book. No. <laughs> this Bible is a supernatural Bible. You can only understand this through the power of the Holy Spirit. How can you read this? You can read this Bible and God said, with God all things are possible. Then you look at the situation, it seemed to be impossible, but you go back to the Bible. The Bible said, in the spirit world, all things are possible. So Dr. Betty, what do you live by? What you see or what the word of God had to say about the situation? So I choose to have peace of mind. I choose to live by the word because he commanded me and he's my God, he's my redeemer. And he said, Dr. Betty, I want you to live by the word. Do not live by what you see. You're going to see a lot of things that make you doubt the word of God. You're going to feel a lot of things that make you doubt that God is not doing anything. He said, do not live by that. You live by every word. And a lot of times my word doesn't come with a feeling. Do not look for this word to make you feel good. This word is what it is. Natural words make you feel good. But it brings no result that you want. That's what the Bible said. Look not on the thing which you're seeing. Look not on the thing which you're seeing. I'm saying it right. But on the thing which you're not seeing. What is not seen? I see it. But it has not yet manifested. But I know it's coming because Abraham says that I'm fully persuaded that God is able to fulfill every promise that he made. So I have no doubts. God is able to call those things which be not, as though they already exist. And that's how we are to live. This Bible, if you read your Bible, this Bible calls everything 
It's be not as though it exists. And that's why we are to live by the answers already been manifesting. We're not to live by the problem. We live by the answer. We're not going to speak the problem. We're going to speak the answer. Speaking of problem, what you speaking of problem for? It's already a problem. Why are you adding more to the problem? So sometimes we feel good when we talk the problem. But what are you doing? You're saving yourself. You're giving the devil the power that he needs because the devil is powerless. We make him great. With the words that we speak, because they are natural words and they sound, make common sense, but not spiritual sense. The Bible says, the word of God does not instruct us to live by our flesh. That's why he said live by some of the words. Huh? We'll pick and choose what you want. I live by the word that's only going to bless me. Some people only live by the word that said, blessed and highly favored, blessed and highly favored, plant the seed and all that. But what about living holy? What about being the will of God? What about being a witness for God? What about serving God? That is in the same Bible that you only go in and pick out, ask whatever you will and I shall receive it. We get stuck there and forget to work out our soul salvation. We live like the devil. We talk like the devil. But yet, all the things you know is Ashton. Ashton, he promised, yeah, he promised a lot of things. He promised you going to hell if you don't change. Don't sharp it down when I'm preaching to you. See, we need to read. He said every word, right? Every word that tells you to come out from among them and be separated. Is that the word of God? He said live by that. Don't only just live by I'm blessed and highly favored. He said live by every word. We pick and choose. Flesh with that edify the flesh and make the flesh happy. We look for words like that. Yo, you know that I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me, but then why are you still saying if you can do it? You're not living by it. You're not walking in it. Oh my God. That word is my guiding light. It would take me to a way. Hallelujah. God want me to go. I don't have to try to find my way. I don't have to struggle, brother. All I had to do is walk and follow the light of the word. Because his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. He make my way straight. I follow him. Hallelujah. Mm, praise God. Matthew 16 and verse 24, Jesus said, I'm too many people know this because it, 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 it puts a demand on your life to change. He says, if any man will come after me, after the word. See, God and his word are one. So I'm saying, if any man will come after the word, hey God, so you have to do something first. He said, let. He didn't say the church, the pastor, the deacon, or the elder had to make you serve God and 
faith you to serve God. It is a choice that you make to serve God. Why do we need a problem to serve God? Why do we need to get our back up against the wall and decide that we need Jesus? My God, you need Jesus while everything is going well in your life. All your bills are paid. Your house is intact. We still need Jesus. A lot of people just say, I don't need him till I have a problem. Then you struggle to believe him. Because you only want to use him to get you out of the situation for a season. Don't you think God knows your downsetting, your uprising? He knows your thoughts from afar off. You a hypocrite. You think that you can outsport God, outwigger God. You might can outwigger mankind, but you cannot outwigger God because God declared that I know when you sat down, brother. I know when you arise, brother. Catch what? I even know you know your thoughts from afar off. I see them coming two years before they get to you. I am the Lord thy God. I know everything. And I know exactly how you're going to respond. If you don't change when that thought gets to you, you're going to act like you woo -woo. I know that. He knows what thought is going to come to you next week. He knows you keep that same mindset. You're going to walk out of love. He knows everything. That's why he said live by his word. He knows when you're going to act up because you have not changed. Limp does not change you. Living the life that you claim that you change bring about a change in your life. You can't sing your way to sing all you want to, but you still is what you are until you change. Music doesn't change you. It's just the music that God gifted you to play. But until you change, you have not changed. And sinners play music. So that don't make you any higher. You have to live what you play. Walk the life that you play. I think Ella Lawrence used to say, talk the talk and live the life somewhere he always played. Amen. All that talking is over now. God said, yeah, 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 live by the word. I hear all your power. Yeah, yeah, okay. That don't mean nothing. Live it. Live it, live it, live it. This is your thought Live it, just live it. I, I, if you live it, guess who would know it first? I would know it because I dwell in you. Yeah. And the people surround you would know it. Just live it. Doesn't talk it. Live it! Yeah. Everybody can talk holy, but living holy is a whole different story. Amen. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. <laughs> Jesus said, look. I'm going to tell you this up first, so you make a choice. Jesus said, if any man, woman, girl, or boy will come after me. You know, we run after Jesus. Running after Jesus. No matter what I had, Jesus, when you catch me, what you going to do? <laughs> while you're running, take off the old man and put on the new man. But while you're running, the Bible tells us to take off the old you. He said, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a completely new person. All things that he used to do have washed away. And behold, all things are of God. That's when you're a changed person. You said, well, I know you don't change overnight, but it seems like a lot of us going backwards. You're putting, picking your clothes up, putting them back on. I thought you took that off last week. <laughs> See, today you got to have it back on again. 
See, when you change, you take off something. He said, take off the old you. You know about the old you. Talking that you change it, it's not going to change your life, I'm sure you. He said, if any man will come after me, let him do what? <laughs> do what? I can't drink no more. Huh? I got to die drinking. I don't see nothing wrong when I drink water. What's the difference drinking than getting water? Both have a good effect. Water is healthy for you. Liquor makes you drunk. You know, we justify everything. Like old pastor always said, man can always justify him himself yeah. in wrongdoing, but is God convinced? Sorry. No, the word of God is not convinced. He said, let him deny himself, himself. But you know, you, you need to live holy. Oh, you should stop sinning. The Bible said, let him decide that for himself. Because you telling him is not going to help him or her. For a season. That's only for a season. He said he must, he must leave self behind. He must say no to self. That's a big one. Nah, 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 no. It's like you're trying to lose weight. You can't but say no to that lemon meringue pie. I feel it's a tough day for him. We must say no to fried chicken. That's good chicken. French fry. Oh no, I love French fry. How many like French fry? Mm, French fry. <laughs> so. You must say no to some things that you want to get to a place where you want to go. And you must deny yourself in the natural as well as denying yourself in the spirit world. So you must deny yourself to want to hang out in the nightclub. That's not for Christian. Well, I'm going in there. Okay, somebody want to get saved. You liar. Instead of being at the bar drinking. <laughs> Try to get somebody saved. You know, we make all kinds of excuses while we sin. I, I hang around them and maybe I can change them. No, they are changing you. You're not that strong to hang around sinners 24-7. Yes, you work with them, but I'm talking about on your leisure time. On your pleasure time. Sometimes people want to hang with the, un the, the world more than Christian, because Christian will find out who you are. But you go in the world, they think you're okay, you know. It's a, <laughs> and, and, and when you deny yourself, first, he said the first thing you must do is deny yourself. Leave that cross alone until you deny yourself. He said when you are willing to deny yourself, and then I want you to take up your cross. And then when you take it up, follow me. Follow me. Walk in the light of my word. You know, <laughs> and keep on. You know how we started out following Jesus? He said, keep on. What happened? You were following him so well three or four years ago, but how are you following him now? Are you so far behind him that he had to look and say, ain't uh, a Holy Spirit... Where is he? Where is she? One year I used to stop and she would run into me because she was so close to me. She was walking so close. We were so close. So if I would stop, she would just run into me because he or she was that close. But today, she's 
so, so, so far away from me. Look at your life. Examine yourself. I'm not here to examine you. The word of God will let you know. Everybody, every person in here know how you serve God. Yeah. There ain't no point us jiving each other. You know. And guess what? God knows as well. See, as we walk by the lamp of his word, we will begin to live as the light of the world. He said, his church that he redeemed, Jesus' church. He redeemed his church to be the light of the world, the salt of the earth. Are we being that light? Are we preserving anybody? Are we being the light that leads people to Christ? How many people have you led to Christ in the last three years? How many people looked at your life and could see that you've been with God? Can look at your life and see that you have a prayer life, that you are reverent God with all your heart, that you are a worshiper of God, that you live holy. How many people on your job know who you are, but that you putting all these signs on your desk and wearing all these big crosses around your neck and talking like you so? How many of you know when you don't have no cross around your neck, no Bible on your desk, they can look at the reverend that you have for God. They can see God in you because you telling them to a Christian. That's when if God living us, how can he be this living that all this power, all this supernatural power in her and no one can see it on your job? You acting just like this world. They see more world in you than anything else. They hear you talk again. I go to church and I know a lot of them say, I wonder you go to church. I guess that's about all you go. What do you do when you get to church? You just go to say that I went, ah, that's a day that you're supposed to go to church on Sunday? It shouldn't be. You should come to church to change. You should come to church to learn something about yourself that you need to change. Oh, this shouldn't be this Sunday. It's another Sunday that I go to church. It should be more than that. I go to church because I want to worship God. I go to church because I want to learn how to be a better Christian. I go to church because I want to learn how to take off the old man and put on a new man. I want to be just like God said I have to be on earth. That's why I go to church. I don't go to church because my mama raised me to go to church. I go to church because I love God. And God said for me to better not to assemble myself together. And I'm going to live by the word. And that's why just come to church as a duty, just a thing to do. And they never change. You just go to church, you feel good about yourself. Oh, I had completed the whole way now. I work, <laughs> I go to work, I go to church and give God a couple hours. Now I can go home and drink, go to the nightclub, do what I want to do. God should be sad, happy. He should be dissatisfied that I took the time out to go to church. What did he complain about? Oh, you know, shock up. We just give God anything, but we want his best on everything. Just how you serve God. What do you give God? What do we sacrifice for God? Sometimes nothing. But you want God to sacrifice everything for you. But you want to give nothing of yourself. God said, deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. 
So if you're following God, somebody's going to know that you're following God. There's no way that you can follow God that nobody will say, I look like you're following somebody. He's different. Now, you have to tell them, what can our life? He is the light of the world. So if you fall in Jesus' word, you will fall in light. I understand when David said, he said, though, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, huh, I'm not afraid. I feel no evil. I feel nothing. Why, David? It's because God wasn't even dwelling in David. He just, he said, he's with me. Because I know he's with me, why should I fear anything? Yeah. Amen. But the believer, the New Testament, Jesus' church concerned, he's not only with me, he dwell in me. He lives in me, he walk in me. And not only that, he given me his word. He said he have not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. I'm not going crazy. I have a sound mind. And the Bible said that, know ye not that we have the mind of Christ. We can hold the thoughts of Christ. He given us the mind. So it actually is actually is no excuse for a believer. You have the mind of Christ. You have the Holy Lord, your Holy Spirit dwelling in you. You have the Spirit of God dwelling in you. You have God Almighty Himself dwelling in you. And the Bible said that in Jesus Christ dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And he said, We are in him. We are complete, meaning that we lacking nothing, missing nothing. We are complete in him. All we have to do is live the word. Yeah. Live it. Nowadays you don't have a choice. The world is coming to an end. You need the word in you. It's good to listen to the word but until the word get into your spirit you will be fearful of what's going on. That's why the Bible said I'm telling you Get the word. We are our total lies with that we thank God. We we were upset about they taking the Bible out of the land, Barry. I said so most people don't even read their Bible anyway. Why are you so upset? You don't even read your Bible. But they will never be able to take the Bible out of your spirit. I don't care if they cut me in ten thousand different pieces. They cannot find the word of God that dwell in me. They cannot take it out of your spirit. That's why we need to feed out the spirit. The Bible says be renewed in the spirit of your mind. You need to get that word in your spirit. So when things come up, it will not bother you. But we spend more time. They take it bye bye to school. What are they going to do next? What are you going to do next? The Bible said the whole creation waiting in the morning for the sons of God to manifest themselves. Get up and act like you the church. You know, <laughs> the 
the best is still yet to come for this teacher. <laughs> but <laughs> one thing I just want to speed it up and say, the word will keep you from sinning. How will the word keep you from sinning? David said, I kept on sinning, kept on sinning. They said, but Lord, thy word have I hid in my heart. And tell you how the word you will keep on sinning. That I might not want sin. You have to get the word in your heart. I understand when David says, Lord, I want to get ahead of myself, but that's okay. All of my words. Psalm 119, 130, verse 133. He said, Lord, I know a lot about your word now. I messed up so many times, and I learned now that I had to hide your word. So when I want to mess up, the word will tell me, no. Listen to the word. You want to live holy? Fill your heart with the holy scriptures that tell you to come out from among them. And when you attempt to go in, the Holy Spirit will speak to you what you know. Amen. And David said, Lord, I, I found out so, learned so much about your word. He said, Lord, all of my steps. I'm through. I, I've been ordering my own steps, and my own steps been leading me to destruction, leading me to places I do not want to go. But Lord, from this day on, I'm asking you by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. You order my steps. I will walk in every step that you order, God. Order my steps in your word. My time is up. Thank you for your time. Amen. Amen.